Hi and welcome to Woodside Weekly, bite-sized, digestible, authentic English, straight to your inbox. Some people love them. Some people frown upon them and think they're ridiculous. No matter what our opinion, it seems that they're here to stay. For many of us, they have become second nature and part of our everyday lives and how we communicate. Today, we're going to be talking about the emoji. But first of all, some questions for you to think about. Number one, how would you define an emoji? Number two, when and why do you think they were invented? Number three, Look at the last five emojis that you used on your phone. Which ones are they? Are they more positive emojis or negative ones? Number four. What percentage of people do you think use emojis online every day? And number five. Which emojis do you think are the most commonly used? If you look in the Cambridge Dictionary for the definition of emoji, you will find the following. A digital image that is added to a message in electronic communication in order to express a particular idea or feeling. We tend to add them automatically to our messages and emails. They're an integral part of our day-to-day -day lives. However, have you ever wondered why or how they came about? I decided to investigate. They were invented in the late 90s by Shigetaka Kurita, a Japanese guy who worked for a mobile communication company called NTT Docomo. The company was working on developing a new mobile internet system, but they were extremely limited by the number of characters that users could use to communicate per message. There were just 250 characters. So in order to take advantage of the number of characters allowed, Kurita came up with the idea of adding pictures to messages. The first emojis were born and compared to the current ones, they were quite primitive, being just 12 by 12 pixel images and they were limited to food, drink, weather and feelings. They really took off and became hugely popular when they were integrated into iOS by Apple in the late 2000s. Unicode then developed a standard code so that all the main platforms like Google, Facebook and other social networks could develop their own emojis and be recognised by the system. Over the years, more and more emojis have been developed. They are becoming more and more inclusive and now cover far more topics than they once did, now including maps, flags, animals, objects and clothes, to name just a few. Have you ever written an entire message with just emojis? It's incredible what we are able to interpret and express just with images. They say a picture speaks a thousand words, and there's no better quote than this to sum up why we use emojis to communicate. Visual images provoke emotion. Many people express themselves and their emotions better through images. Perhaps we're returning to our roots where cavemen communicated through their cave paintings. It's very easy to misinterpret a text message and the way we understand them can be very subjective. 
It may depend on our mood or the circumstances we find ourselves in when reading the message. However, just by adding a simple emoji, we can help the person reading our message interpret it in the way we desire. We might be making a joke, we might want to express we're angry, or maybe we're just being sarcastic. Emojis are so universal that it doesn't matter if you write them in an English sentence or in a French one. They don't understand language barriers and have no grammar. Emoji facts. Did you know that the word emoji originates from the Japanese translation picture, corresponding to e, and character, corresponding to moji? You put it together, you've got people character, emoji. 3,633 emojis existed in September 2021, and since then they've updated, and there are more and more coming. It's estimated that 6 billion emojis are used every single day. Emojis that represent specific individuals are prohibited by Unicode, no matter if they are alive or dead. The heart emoji and the crying emoji are the most commonly used emojis in 2022. <laughs> Common mistakes with adjectives. Emojis are often used to express adjectives, so I thought today I would talk to you about a few common mistakes that students make when using them. So let's go. Number one, adjectives never have a plural in English, even if the noun is plural. So we don't say red's shoes, we say red shoes. Number two, Adjectives always go before nouns, never after. So we can't say the house big is on the corner. We say the big house is on the corner. Number three, any adjective that ends in the suffix full only ever has one L at the end. Beautiful or wonderful finish in one L, not two. Number four, if you want to qualify an adjective, Do not use a lot. She was a lot beautiful is wrong. To qualify the adjective, you need to use very, really, or so. She was really beautiful, she was very beautiful, or she was so beautiful. Number five. As native speakers, we never learn this rule when we study English at school. We just know it. It wasn't until I started teaching English over 20 years ago that I realized there was an actual rule. It's unlikely that you will ever need to add all of the adjective types together in one go, but it's great to know the rule. In English, when you have various adjectives together, they have to follow a very specific order. If you have an adjective of opinion, it must go first, then size. Then physical quality, then shape, then age, then color, then origin, then material, then purpose, and then noun. So you can try and learn an acronym. For example, OPSACOMP. That acronym contains the first letter of every adjective type. OPSACOMP. 
opinion, size, physical quality, shape, age, colour, origin, material, purpose, and then the noun. So let's do an example. Opinion, unusual. Size, huge. Physical quality, shabby. Shape, square. Age, old. Colour, blue. Origin, Chinese. Material, plastic. Purpose, sewing. Noun, machine. So the sentence would read like, an unusual, huge, shabby, square, old, blue, Chinese, plastic sewing machine. As I said before, it's very unlikely that you will use all the adjective types, but for example, if you want to talk about an old Chinese sewing machine, I have to say it in that order because age goes first, then origin, then purpose, and then the noun. Number six, in English, we don't normally join adjectives together with and unless they have the verb to be before them. So, for example, we wouldn't say he has a blue and big jacket. That sounds really strange. But we would say his jacket is big and blue. And that's all for this week. Thanks very much for listening to Woodside Weekly. I'll be back again next week with more. If you did enjoy the podcast, then please remember to like and share. Thanks for listening.